Big Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. I know you've been making a habit of reading the dictionary again, but you might want to start over because they just changed the definition of anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. I have heard this. So the definition of anti-vaxxer, according to Emmanuel Lewis Webster, is a person who opposes the use of vaccines or regulations mandating vaccination. So just anybody who likes freedom would be anti-vax now? It is interesting to me. The idea that you're not just against vaccines, you're against regulations mandating vaccines. Right, so you could be vaccinated happily, but not like the mandates, but yet you'd still be an anti-vaxxer. I don't want to get too deep into this, but let's just say for sake of argument that the or in this means two different definitions. So it could be a person who opposes the use of vaccines. That's one definition. Or a person who opposes regulations mandating vaccination, which is how you're taking it, right? The other way could mm-hmm. be a person who opposes vaccines or mandating of vaccines. Either way, it's still that or as opposed to an and. So. Mm-hmm. I don't really see a situation where this looks good for anyone, even if they have been supportive of vaccines in general. I don't know. I think, I think at this point it's so pathetic, like the changing of the definition. Uh, I mean, the guy who, I mean, the guy who invented MNRA, MN, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. mRNA vaccines? <laughs> vaccines. Yeah. Like he's, a, he doesn't think that, he thinks we should have been using hydrochloroquine or, you know, all that, the ivermectin stuff, the stuff you're not allowed to st- talk about. Like he says that we we're supposed to use that. I'm not going to spread information and say one way or the other, but I believe. You are saying Robert Malone has been saying that? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's what he's, he's, that's what he says. I'm not saying that. Well, I'm not a doctor. This is what he said, you know, so. I haven't, I I haven't invented a single vaccine. I haven't either. Not planning on it either. Um, But if it just happens, you know. What if I invent the vaccine, put it out there, but then don't want them to mandate it? 
Would that make me an anti-vaxxer? By this definition, yes. <laughs> oh, shit, man. By the way, I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> Just so if anybody wants to know. I uh I want to get a I think I should just start printing us up some shirts that uh you guys should buy from our store that just say unvaxxed on the back. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. I think people would like it. I I don't think this is this shit's flying anymore, man. I also think this is too broad spectrum. Because to your point about someone who might be vaxxed but is against mandates what if i have gotten two pfizer jabs and i've been okay with the mandate and now they're asking for you to be boosted i go and get my booster but i'm not okay with them mandating the booster by this definition i would be an anti-vaxxer see we shouldn't dismiss this definition because we are ignoring Merriam-Webster. We should ignore Merriam-Webster because this definition doesn't make any sense. Right? It's, yeah. Or, or to yeah. be fair, let, let's say it's both. Let's say they shouldn't have any power because they don't define words. They merely reflect what people define words as. They do their best to try and capture what the current lexicon is but that's how they became the 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 like the prevailing uh dictionary is because at least they had this value structure where they were they were just trying to figure out the what people meant by these words as opposed to what the government wants them to say about a word like if they were always doing that, they would have never people would have dismissed it a long time ago. It would have been the ministry of truth where like if you ask me, you know, where do I find the definition to a word, I'll say, you know, Webster dictionary, but nobody really believes it. You know what I mean? Just like all those communist countries or you know, tyrannical countries. Uh, governments like you know and it, you speak to people polish poland russia who grew up, older people you know and if the government didn't actively punish people for a certain thing they did it they broke every rule they could get away with to get a you know get ahead because it was so tyrannical. The government was involved in every part of their life, so if they could get away with breaking a rule, they just did it to break it. You know what I mean? And that's just kind of the mentality of those people who grew up in that time. And I feel like we could learn a little bit from that. We need a little bit of that now before it gets too bad. Your Agorist is showing. Is it now? <laughs> Let me zip it up. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting because it is supposed to reflect how people are 
using things. I remember, I don't know, I guess it's been a decade or so now since I discovered that they actually accepted deers as a word, the plural of deer as deers, even though the plural of deer for so long had been deer. I just remember mm-hmm. finding that odd, but also recognizing that it wasn't because that was okay, but it was because people were using it that way. People were using it mm-hmm. at least by mine and Webster's definition, they were using it poorly, which just means that that's what it means now. And that's fine because we're all kind of agreeing on that. But yeah, I remember when they put ain't in there. That was like, a, I grew up in the South. It was a thing, right? Ain't. ain't ain't a word and I ain't gonna say it. When they put that in there, I was like, well, I thought it wasn't a word. And now it is, or did it become a word? So they had to put it in there. I think that's more the. I think that's more what happened. You know, it became a word. Well, not to go out even further, but how do we decide the definition of a word? At least the way that we're kind of talking about this is that Merriam-Webster would be defining words based on something akin to a democratic understanding of the word. Mm, yeah, I guess yeah. democratic. I don't, I don't know that that word scares me, but <laughs> the rest of it. Yeah. I think it's, it is a lot of, I'm not saying what just, should it be. I'm just saying, what is it? Yeah. Do you believe it's democratic? Do you believe that, what the majority of people believe something to be is what it shows in the dictionary. No, no, I don't No, Not, not like that. I think the, the majority of people, the way they use it, uh, it's like saying that, you know, people go vote for something, right? But if they were asked to put their money into it, it, the things that they would go for would be two different things it's like how they actually use it because i mean honestly think about it if you tell somebody you know if we're gonna build an interstate through right here and people are like fuck yeah it's my home value it's gonna go up but that's because you're using everybody's money in the state or whatever to build it right but if you were asked to fund it you wouldn't vote for that like if you were funding it out of your pocket, you wouldn't vote for that. Like so, so that's put your money where your mouth is or whatever. I think that's more what Webster was doing was uh or, or the the they were going out or they were conversing with people and just seeing how it was being used. I think that was more but by the majority not by any some small subset right yeah yeah but it's also not like if you were to ask them what it was they might say something completely different than the way they use it you know what i mean 
people don't really think like that. I don't, I mean, most people don't think like what? Like they might, they say something, they know what they mean when they say it. But then if you were to ask them to say what that meant, they would, might say something totally different. Oh, I see. So yeah, you mean that Webster is observing how it is used as opposed to how a person is perceiving their own use of it. Right. I think that was a lot of what they did. And I think that's why it was so credible because they were able to put things into words, describe what we were saying in, in like a descriptive sentence or whatever that we couldn't do, you know what I mean? Cause they were observing it. In that sense, then I think I understand this definition because that is how people are using the word anti-vaxxer because you and I, I don't think so. I think the news is, and I think like some Twitter people are, but I don't think the people are. I think that like you, I think the media, the world that we live in, yes, but like the world we live in, like the people we interact with, I don't think so. But how many people do you interact with that use the word anti-vaxxer? Me more than most. Because I'm very open about the fact you better not ask me <laughs> about it at work. Like if, like say you decided you were going to do a vaccine mandate, just fire me. Don't say anything about it because it's not going to go over well. I'm very open about that. So I, I think I would run into that a little more. I think I have run into it a little bit, but like, I don't get called an anti-vaxxer because I don't want anybody to fuck with me. So I am by that definition an anti-vaxxer, but I'm not called that. Which is exactly my point. You don't hear that word. So if, if Webster is on site at your job site and they're seeing which words are being used, they don't hear this word come up. Oh, so you're saying only like the news and Twitter are even using the word anymore. So they're basically <laughs> defining what the feds <laughs> want it to be. <laughs> ah, that's pathetic. I, I mean, I still, yeah, okay. Well, then I guess in that sense, go Webster. But yeah, but I, I will have to give it to them, right? They're They're doing what you said that they do, which is not ask people what they believe the definition is, but define how people are using it. And if people aren't using it, except for a few talking heads on the news and some people on social media who just keep repeating that same stuff, then yeah, when this is used, it is used to refer illogically to yeah, maybe all kinds of maybe people. they're making a point. Maybe they should do it with other words, you know? Yeah, if if I, if I'm an anti-vaxxer, 
whatever that means. It's, I mean, you say it enough times, it doesn't mean anything now, right? But if if I'm whatever, I think I'm racist. They should redefine define racist then, because you don't hear it in everyday life. You just hear it yelled at you from the TV and from Twitter. You know. Well, I guess what I'm saying is the people who are upset by this, they probably should recognize that it's at least consistent or maybe even pretty funny. Yeah, I wish they I wish they would do it to more words then. Because if they're gonna like how great would it flow, be if they're gonna flow with the TV, the way the TV and Twitter uses it, as opposed to the way a normal person uses it, if they ever use it, which they, they hardly ever use it, right? But if they're going to let Twitter and TV and the news uh, redefine words by using them more than regular people or taking them over or whatever, they should do it with all of them. It'd be hilarious. I mean, somebody who questions how big the government should be and happens to be white is racist. That's the new definition. You don't even have to be a anti-government person like me. You could just be <laughs> like, oh, I want the taxes to be 3%, 0.3% lower. <laughs> and I'm white, you know? Well, the, the dictionary is, I think, a pretty good approximation for what a government could and should be because it's not an authority that creates something from nothing it's something that continues to move and change and observes people in the state that they're in and maybe isn't a hundred percent the democracy like you say that word that bothers you because it's not what people say that they want. It's what people are actually doing. But unlike the government and the state in its present form, if a better dictionary comes along, I have the choice of consuming another dictionary if I'd like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I probably look up more things on the urban dictionary than I do <laughs> there. So maybe, maybe that's the new one. I just, I mean, I, I didn't mean to belittle this that much. I just, I do get frustrated with all of these companies wanting just jumping on because the state is getting so powerful and involved with corporations they just yeah me too you know you know trying to get a little handout from the government too uh it's just annoying i just it's so obvious to me i see it all the time coca-cola everybody uh, we did a commercial episode yeah it's just everybody's like hey me too give i'm on the side of the state and you don't see any of the like the cowboy style commercials anymore. It's like, no, the I got this type commercials. 
there used to be like that was that was what sold. That was what people wanted to see was people just being like brushing themselves off and being like, I got this. No, I'm good. You know, trying again. I don't know. I now it's just all pandering. When you see those Matthew McConaughey commercials for Lincoln, that feels pretty pull yourself up by the bootstraps, make some money by a Lincoln. They didn't strike me that way, apparently, because I'm not, I don't really remember them. But it's probably because you're watching that corporate shill TV. All I see is Amazon commercials. We pay 15 bucks an hour now. Who are they paying that to? Uh, employees. Not just anybody. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was like a part of Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I get frustrated by this all of it I just can't stand seeing people so pathetic or companies and and some people it's just uh, victimhood this please tell me what to do please tell me how to raise my kids Please raise my kids for me. And then at the same time, they're like, I want to be, I want to do this. I want, nobody could tell me what not to do. Who is that? I, I, well, <laughs> you were at Pork Fest, right? There's certain types of people that are more into just doing stuff that they think that a Christian wouldn't want to see them do as opposed to actually fighting the people who are oppressing them, which is there. That's what they want to do with their life. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I fight for that freedom every day of my life, but I also see those same kind of people who don't go to pork fest. So the, not only are they living their life in that manner, but they're telling other people what to do uh, through voting, through uh, yard signs, like across the street from my house, things like that. I was driving the other day and saw a bunch of road signs. I was out of town for work, and yeah, I was driving through a town that I suppose was having a one-sided election of just an incumbent, it seems, because this whole area that I was driving through was just road signs for one candidate. Yeah. What was his or her name? I don't recall, which just goes to show how boring all of those names are. It's really nice. There's uh yeah. there's one in Atlanta today that's like Anthony Bryant, I think his name is. See, you don't even know the guy's and name it, and you've seen a ton of his signs for him. Yeah, but the only thing it says like on it is he's gay. It's like vote for me because I I'm gay. What well, it, it says he's gay? Yeah. It says it on the sign. And it's all rainbows and whatnot. And he's 
the picture very obviously. <laughs> you know, he's that kind of gay guy, right? Which is fine. Like, that's not disqualifying the fact that he's that kind of gay guy. Isn't disqualifying. It's the fact that he thinks that, or even worse, that it may work, that he's going to get voted for just because that he likes to sleep with the same sex. I just don't know how anything like that is (laughs) relevant. Like any minority group that you are in inherently means that you're not fighting for most people. You're fighting for probably some minority with which you can relate. I know we use this a lot, but the height thing, if there's some guy who's an anomaly and he's 10 feet tall, if he puts on his campaign sign, I'm Anthony something something, and I'm 10 feet tall. I look at that guy and I think, all right, he's not going to fight for me. He's going to fight to make sure all the cabinets are higher than they used to be. Yeah, and ceiling fans aren't so low. They didn't get hit in the head anymore. And Meanwhile, we're over there jumping, trying to pull the cord. And then I pull the fan down on myself like I did last time. Well, I mean, you know. But I, I get that your logic is supposed to follow that, oh, this person fights for the little guy because he's a little guy. Right. The idea is that you're supposed to vote not just for your own self-interests, but for those who can't be part of the majority. You're supposed to vote to help the minority, the disenfranchised, the edge cases, the outliers. But if someone says, hey, I'm Anthony, I'm gay, it doesn't say, at least to me, I'm going to fight for the rights of everyone, including gays. No, it doesn't. And the fact that you're not interested in that enough that it's on your sign means to me that you're not going to fight for everybody's rights. I don't give a shit that you're gay. Being gay... The fact that you're gay doesn't make sure that my kids grow up in a in, in the right liberty atmosphere. But I don't want to get it twisted here. It, the fact that I that we're voting for a fucking master also doesn't necessarily mean that my kids are growing up in some liberty atmosphere either. Just because uh just because you get like one little vote to see, you know, out of two people who your master is, doesn't mean you're not a slave. I think it would be more interesting if it were more distinguishing. If it were somewhere that's not Atlanta. Because <laughs> it, Atlanta, at least Midtown Atlanta, I think is maybe the gayest area in the country per capita. So if it were more a way to set yourself apart, if you were, you know, and let's say one of the deeper red flyover 
areas of the country and you were setting yourself apart by saying, oh, I am going to fight for people who are marginalized. I think it would mean a little bit more than being somewhere where that's totally normalized. Yeah. Because then it just is the equivalent of saying, hey, I'm Anthony and I have a birthmark. Okay. I'm not sure what that means. I hope if he loses, I hope he comes out like I lost because I'm gay. <laughs> that sounds like you had a terrible campaign strategy. Then. <laughs> well, then thank God he didn't. Cause that's all you went with. <laughs> well, then thank God he didn't run on that birthmark. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny when I'm not thinking about my children. And before I had the kids, I could sit there and I could make fun of these guys. So my face turned blue and laugh about it. But now I I still do it. But there's there's times when it gets to me. Something about having kids, man. It's different when you're when you don't have a few, you know what I mean? Like I'm just worried about now I can run, run around and hide from the state, you know, but I don't want my kids to have to run around and hide from the state. So it, it gets, uh, it gets frustrating. Cause I see that I see things like Anthony gay guy. He obviously he's not a principled man or he's not really worried about it. His, Campaign's just about being gay, right? So he gets in there. He doesn't know shit about principles. He doesn't know any. He just some the first lobbyist that comes up and just like spins their little thing and how it's going to be good for the gay community. And comes up and says, and by the way, you'll have a job here when you get out. And you know, money, money. He's like, oh, gay, gay community, good. But yeah, I'm on board with, you know. I'm on board with uh, whoever Halliburton. <laughs> now you're now you're building bombs. I get, but gay people are going to work in the factory. But just because he's running on that campaign doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't have principles. He could just be naive, which is also they're going to help with the with with the lobbyists, you know, <laughs> right? But I think so. I think someone running on a a platform that doesn't have substance doesn't automatically mean he has no principles. I, I'll give you that it's no substance, but yeah, but it's not clever either. It's not. I like, didn't say it was. It's not like when I go running in the town that I am. That's going to be clever. There'll be no principles in that sign. Because for one, I don't want people to principles. <laughs> well because you wouldn't it's not even that you wouldn't make it in your signs would get taken down <laughs> right <laughs> well because at this level well, your signs would be considered misinformation I don't you're right you're right I mean he could be some badass libertarian anarchist dude that I love but I don't know that from his sign. You know, maybe he's like, oh, you know, I'm gay, but like, I want to play on that shit. 
to get in and then I'm going to fucking shut everything down. It'd be badass, but I don't think that's what's going on. It might be kind of like that phase in the 80s and 90s where really great movies had really horrible trailers. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) I'm not putting my money on it. (laughs) I'm going to try to get people to vote for him just so we can see. (laughs) (laughs) I I just don't want to be too hypocritical in calling someone unprincipled if I don't know that they aren't. That's true. And and like I said, I'm saying I bet he's not. That's where I put my Well, mind. let's get him in. <laughs> we should all vote for that guy. Or get people to vote for him. Pay people 10 bucks to go vote. All the homeless people. Okay. Uh, so we don't know his last name, but we do know he's gay. And he's got the colorful gay-ass sign. I mean, it's a gay sign, and I'm not talking about gay like it's a dumb sign. It's you mean like it's a happy sign because Miriam is because the sign screams, and it's not like gay lesbian. It's gay dude sign. Is gay lesbian redundant or even correct? Because I don't think lesbian would be considered gay, right? I thought gay was just you slept with the same sex. How does Webster define it? I don't know. I go to Urban Dictionary. (laughs) 